Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Well, this Hitachi wand here, he, well, we all know good and well it's for massaging that damn there clit so uh, she can get off, eh? Uh, the way that it's advertised is for massaging, you know, your anything. So, uh, this here bloke here, uh, he might appreciate having it, uh, you know, for his home. Because, you know, uh, this guy here is friends with Officer Johnson. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. I don't want to say my name. Say my name? I don't want to say my name this time. I don't want to say it. I want to remain anonymous. But you've already like said our you said your name on the last fifty four episodes. Uh, then, so they know who I am. You guys so, know, me, okay? Right? It, you, guys, you guys know who I am. You know what? I used to be someone who was known, but I'm not known anymore. So maybe I should say my name. Wait. Wait. You used. Wait. What? What do you? I used to be famous. But now I'm not famous. That makes a lot of sense, right? You know, like I can just like choose, you know, when people know me or don't know me. That's it's pretty. It's pretty seems easy. Like a pretty ridiculous a, claim. Uh, well, I'm not the first to make any of those types of things, so I think it's totally fair game. I'm Tim Carpenter, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> For all the people, this is the first episode they're listening to. They will not be confused in the least. Ah, fuck off. Go listen to another one of our episodes. <laughs> this is not the first episode you should listen to. It's the most recent episode. Don't be one of those assholes that starts at the very beginning or the very end. Pick one of the ones in the middle. No? Start with one of our one of our legitimately good I, episodes. I think that's fair. You don't, even, you don't even have any idea. Like, why in the world would they start with this I, one? Yeah, I, I've got nothing. Millennials. It's fucking millennials. Always. You guys are the when problem. When in doubt, when millennials, <laughs> as we've learned on this podcast. Yeah, I used to be a millennial, but I'm not a millennial anymore. Can you just choose that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was born a millennial, and then I decided that I'm not a millennial. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's an amazing superpower. It's you pretty can cool. Choose what generation you want to be a part of. I want to be part of the greatest generation. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I feel like that's the most self-aggrandizing fucking title yeah. for any fucking group of people. We're the greatest. Thanks for sacrificing your lives to uh, to fucking I don't know World War Two. Take part in the most disgusting display of the military-industrial complex. Well, I I would say it's the least disgusting, right? I would say World War Two was the last good war, and basically every war since they've just made us go to shit wars that shouldn't have happened in the first place. So the greatest generation got to participate in the last good war. Fucking assholes. So I see you're making some some uh, br- uh, bra- brash claims there, Tim. Uh, I don't think that they're that brash. I think that they're honestly very fair. You can just, uh, you know, take the Duterte route. When in doubt, Duterte out. Yeah. That's what I always say. Why be clean when you can be Duterte? <laughs> <laughs> dirty do dirty strikes again not the first time that we've talked about the uh philippine president rodrigo Duterte. uh he is a constant source of fantastic entertaining content yeah, he's pretty good 
and by that I mean he's fucking awful. But he's but you know when you have a podcast about fucking awful things, he's pretty good. Yeah, if uh, if I had a spirit animal, it would probably be Rodrigo Duterte. I like that. I like that. That'd be pretty good. My spirit animal used to be gay, but it's not anymore. My spirit animal used to be gay. Yeah, so Rodrigo Duterte obviously has a lot of critics due to the way he lives his life and uh, expresses his opinions on a regular basis uh, for the entire world to condemn. And Mm -hmm. recently in, I don't even know, it's in some kind of press conference or other kind of uh, situation, he was mocking one of his political opponents, the political opponent being Senator Antonio Chalanes the fourth and he basically was criticizing him by saying yo this dude's fucking gay uh but you know what i used to be gay too you know but you can fix that shit i cured my gay yeah i could talk about it because i have personal experience with it yeah but i'm cured now it's yeah. a disease he, he fucking chooses to be gay because you know i used to be gay too so i'm not condemning him for being gay and shit y'all but you know what you can fix that shit you want to know how you know i know how want to know how i know you can fix that shit because i fixed that shit yeah he uh has great control over his mind and body he's able to take his internal desires and his admirations and affections for certain individuals and merely change them on a whim yeah it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I think that we should respect Duterte for his ability to undertake uh, such a such a great achievement. You know, he's pretty fantastic. We love this guy, uh, and apparently he was gay up until he met his ex-wife, <laughs> yeah. uh, ex-wife Elizabeth Zimmerman. I wonder if the fact that he was gay before has anything to do with the fact that his wife is no longer his wife <laughs> maybe i don't even know yeah because he basically is like yeah yeah i was like all gay and shit y'all but then i met i met my my then wife and then she like fixed that shit and that's the day i became a man it's like what but then his wife left does he go back to being gay maybe i don't know i didn't even know she like divorced him so maybe that's how that works you fucking you have the <laughs> cure and then the cure leaves like oh shit i'm gonna shit again y'all yeah like oh this is back <laughs> back on the wagon boys um, i'm gay again <laughs> um maybe we should pass some pro lgbt uh rights laws in this country um being gay is cool I, i've said it so now you guys know i'm all about it i'm all about this shit Oh, but don't man. do any drugs. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, it's, uh, it is like, it's just always upsetting when uh, world leaders try to use identity, in this case, the identity of being gay as, as like a weapon, a, cur- a cudgel to beat political opponents with. Like, yeah, being yeah. gay sucks, y'all. If you're Pretty gay, you suck. Uh, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm the most straight dude ever. Speaking I invented this straightness. Topic, uh, you know? Happy Pride Weekend, everybody. Oh, yeah. It's Pride Month. Oh, okay. It's Happy Pride Month. Happy yeah. Pride Month. Yeah. I actually went month. to a drag That's show last night. What? I went to a drag show last night. It was pretty fun. Oh, nice. Was it awesome? Yeah. It was, it was a pretty great time. I took my shirt off in front of a crowd of people. Were you on a stage? Uh, No, but everybody could see me. Did they, was someone telling you to take your shirt off? Yeah. So I did it. Nice. Yeah, it worked out okay. Just okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, in the, I was in the middle of doing something. Wait, what were you I doing? Like, I was trying to, I was trying to make food. I was trying to like go out and grill, and I'm like passing through the 
you know, the area in which they're having the show. And uh, one of the people with a mic calls me over and they're like, hey, hey, you should come over here for a second. I'm like, okay. What's, okay. Would you be willing to take your shirt off for me? I'm like, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you ask sooner? Yeah, I was uh, uh, easily impressionable, you know, <laughs> highly like, suggestible. Okay. What do you want me to do next? Yeah. <laughs> you want, want, me, want me to do a little headstand? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a theater arts major. I crave attention. Yeah, I just do things. <laughs> Please. Tell me what to do. This is my first gig in so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Anything. Pay? Nothing. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, man. But that's awesome. So, uh, thank you for celebrating with us, listeners. Yeah, thank you for celebrating us, and thank you to Turte for uh, reminding us why we need LGBT rights. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and, and uh, special protections under the law uh in case of assholes in case of future assholes yeah do you see any silver lining to this shit uh the silver lining (laughs) silver lining strikes again and always this awesome comment uh you know it's it's well it's good to have uh people to look up to right uh people that are are famous that are good signs of moral character to show us uh what to do and what to be as human beings i think it's equally if not more valuable to have people that are reprehensible to show us how not to be and what not to do so if you're ever considering about doing something uh just go and see whether or not duterte's done it and if he's done it then you probably don't want to don't do it do it (laughs) yeah yeah don't do it don't don't be him yeah he's a an excellent example of what you ought not to be Exactly. Thank Perfect. you for saying that much more succinctly than I could. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome to me. Uh, so you were talking about the law just a second ago. Uh, yeah. And that kind of reminds me of our, our next story. Uh, oh, yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily the law per se, more so just like the policy behind uh, organ transplants. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't really know who, who – who organizes that mess? Is there is some kind of, uh, you know, central organized, you know, judicial body to hmm. decide? Maybe uh, shitty health insurance companies. <laughs> I, I would I'd be willing to guess that you'd probably be right on that. And, I, and it, if they don't, if, if they're not like the official rule setters, mm-hmm. I would assure you they play a major role in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... To give everybody a, a little bit of backstory here, um, we have uh, a couple of characters. Uh, Damien, whose last name is not given in the story, is 13 years old, uh, yeah. and he's been on dialysis since he was eight. Yep. Yes. Uh, so his kidneys uh, obviously uh, have failed, and uh, he's been looking for a kidney transplant. Yes. But has been denied any type of any such transplant due to the fact that he doesn't have a stable home. Uh, yeah. He's a foster child and, uh, you know, didn't have parents. So they were just like, fuck it. You know, like we're, we're not going to give him the transplant. And I don't I like if I was a disgusting trash person and I was able to totally uh, extradite myself from his situation, his needs and the fact that he's a fucking human being, yeah. uh, then I, I would sit in my little insurance 
policy driven cubicle. And I would say, okay, well, it's likely that this person without uh, a, a home would not have the uh, social support to be able to make the best possible use of this organ that you know could go to someone that that does fortunately have that type of support system and, and you know ends up living through the situation. I don't know. I don't know. Something yeah, I just that, don't even that, understand like analysis numbers. You know, like. I, I, you know, I, I can't even start to wrap my brain of like why that would be a policy. If anything, my brain would think that, oh, this person homeless and has less support. If anything, they need this even more because they're not going to be able to have the same level of care <laughs> as someone else in a better situation. Or if not, if not even need it more, like need it just as much due to their situation yeah. in, in hopes that by having this organ uh, uh, transplant, they would no longer be required to go on dialysis and would be able to live an air quotes, more normal life where they don't have as many extravagant needs because as is, and uh, they were mentioning this of why he hasn't been able to find a stable foster care home. Is the diet he's on specifically due to this? Because he can't eat a lot of different things due to his failed kidneys. Cost about $200 per week because he has to eat lots of different specialty foods. He can't just go to McDonald's and get a fucking cheeseburger. Like, that's not, that's not a fucking option. And then also it's due poison. to... Because it's, it's literal poison. And yeah. his buddy, due to the lack of kidneys, cannot process poisons. And then on top of that, due to having to go to dialysis, I believe, multiple times a week... Uh, anyone that's a caregiver for him would have to take time off and take him to go get dialysis treatments multiple times a week, which anyone that's working, you know, 40 hours a week, uh, you can't do that. Yep. Yeah, it's it's pretty difficult, uh, which I think is where we can we can introduce our next character, uh, Finn Lanning. Uh, so Finn Lanning uh, initially met Damien, um, let's see, in 2018. Uh, he works at the AXL Academy in Aurora, Colorado, uh, and I would assume that they had him in class, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a student. He was one of his students. Mm -hmm. uh, so this guy uh, is uh, is certainly the silver lining of our story. Uh, the fact that Damien had uh, a, a resounding need for a stable home so that he could be uh, benefited by uh, uh, you know, an organ transplant, Finn was willing to, to help him out and give him a place to live and adopt him. So that's pretty fantastic. Uh, we certainly need more folks like that in the world. Does it mention that is Finn a single guy? It doesn't mention it, but they don't talk about like his household. So it seems it, from what I could grasp from the story, he appears to be a single guy. It doesn't talk about there being anyone else in the home being part of Damien's care and stuff like that. So it would, it would appear that Finn is single. Yes. And to the extent we were talking, I was talking about earlier about uh, Damien's dialysis treatments. Basically uh, Finn has had to take off two days per week from his work of being a teacher in order to uh, take him to these treatments and other teachers at this school have had to basically donate their paid time off in order to allow him to do such. Yeah. 
Oof. And as we stated, the cost of food is very expensive. So he's had to create a GoFundMe to help provide for their grocery expenses. Can we link that uh, to our video? Is there, is there we a, can a, absolutely do that. So uh, I'm looking at it right now. Well, well their, their original goal was $30,000. And at this point, they've received over $60,000. So they it while I think this is an amazing story, this is a story that's gone viral. And I'm sure yeah, any money you give is for a good cause. It's... There's probably also other good causes out there that haven't been funded. If you if you catch my drift of what I'm trying to say, yeah. there uh, are people that are giving as we speak. Like the last uh, donation was 27 minutes ago. Right. So this is it, this is one of the classic instances where it's gotten sucked up by the viral machine, and it's like, oh look, it's uh, inspiration porn where we can all look and be inspired by the kindness of this individual. Yeah. And uh, not look at any of the other negative repercussions of society of what caused for this to happen in the first place. It's like, turn that part of your brain off. Don't critique the system and the things that made it to where this essentially homeless child was unable to get a transplant. It's like, no, 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 no. Forget that. Let's just focus on Finn Lanning being a great human being. Well, sacrificing his time and energy whatever type of future plans that he might have that, you know, not to say that, that Damien is going to prevent him from following, but, you know, there are certainly a lot of things that are going to be out of the question now because he has a child. Right. I mean, that, that's a responsibility that so many parents take upon themselves. Right. And, so it's just no different, especially with him being single, like single parenthood ain't easy. No. I mean, parenthood in general ain't easy doing it by yourself. That's well, fantastic. Yeah, and and from reading the story, so uh, Finn would basically go to uh, his uh, to Damien's treatments at the hospital to help him catch up on homework and things of that nature. And it seems like basically it was one of these scenarios where maybe Finn didn't necessarily want a child at this time in his life, but basically he's he's looking at the situation and going, huh. I can either adopt him and do something about this since literally no one else is uh-huh. and save his life. Yeah. Or I can live with myself the rest of my life knowing that if Damien ends up dying as a result of not being able to get this kidney transplant, that I'm going to live with that guilt for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like basically his back was against the wall. It wasn't like, you know what I'm trying to say? It's yeah. he's forced into the situation by society yeah i well i mean forced uh i mean he by not being an awful human being he's forced into the into the situation by caring because he's a good person yeah exactly like and the 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 burden of responsibility seems to always fall on these good people right they're certainly not given their fair share exactly like in the situation we talked about the individual who couldn't afford a motorized wheelchair and yep. then his friend saved up for God knows how long to buy him like a $1,000 fucking wheelchair. Yeah, heartwarming, but fucked up that there aren't any type of social support systems for individuals like this to be able to get basic needs like organs that work. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, Tim, that's a pre-existing condition. It was broken organs. Yeah, pre-existing condition. <laughs> yeah, it might as well be. It looks like it's <sighs> going to be through the roof. Yeah, man. You have anything else to add to this 
awful trash story of trashness? Uh, yes. Uh, so at a certain point in the article, Damien discusses some of the foods that he looks forward to eating once he gets the transplant. Okay. Can you guess what? Can you guess what's at the top of his list? <laughs> Twinkie. I don't fucking know. Nachos from Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. That's uh, disgusting. <laughs> I've never actually had 7-Eleven nachos, so I'm guessing it's just coming out on one of those nasty-ass cheese machines. But yeah. hey, if that's what he wants to eat, you know, I mean, who am I to judge? He's going to be real disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he used to really like them. I don't fucking know. Maybe. Also says he wants a hot and spicy chicken sandwich from McDonald's with extra mayonnaise, which just Damn. sounds even worse. <laughs> I just realized what I should have said. I should have said Vienna sausages. Damn it. That's right. You should have. I was expecting that, honestly. <laughs> that would have been more funny, but I decided to go with. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure that uh, hot and spicy chicken sandwiches with extra mayonnaise taste almost as much like poverty as Vienna sausages. Yeah, you're probably right. Although the extra mayonnaise probably costs extra. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's special. The extra quarter. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Wrecked. Yeah. Um. You know, if that's what he wants to fucking eat, uh, who am I to judge? Yeah, well, as long as he doesn't take that out to any type of picnic spot, then he might not have a reservation. You know, sometimes when you go out and you you want to you want to take your your hot and spicy chicken sandwich out to a, a park somewhere, I don't know, like a KOA. You know, what does you know, KOA stand for? Campgrounds of America. Camps. Wait, camps full for C. No, it's German. It, Kampf? Mein Kampf? Kampf, Kampf That's Grounds. My, my struggle? <laughs> yeah, Mein Kampf Grounds. Mein Kampf Grounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They, they should rename this place Mein Kampf Grounds. And once we get into the story, I think people will understand why. Yeah, it'll make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so we are... Moving far, far east and a little bit south for this next story. Going all the way to Macon, Mississippi. Oh, man. What a place. Uh, Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Eh? Starkville. That's it. Oh, they're from – the couple's from Macon. They're in Starkville. They're from Macon going to Starkville. Uh, So, yeah. So, a couple wanted to have a little picnic. Right, for Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, veteran uh, yeah. took their little two-year-old dog, uh, and they just, you know, looked up a, a, a random lake to go visit. Bloop, on. Bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, I was like, what's what's the good lakes around? Like Google, what's a good lake? Yeah, which is kind of like the status quo these days. Like nobody really knows what's around them. They just rely on Google to tell them where to go. If yeah. Google was a more unscrupulous company. They could take over very easily just by saying like, oh, well, uh, uh, you want to go on vacation somewhere? Well, there's this uh, there's this big pit. You should just go get in it. And then, just jump in a hole. Yeah, everybody just <laughs> falls in a hole. And then like the Google overlords are standing at the edge of the pit. And they're like, and now you will fight for our entertainment. Oh <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Like what if <laughs> just simultaneously, no matter what, you put into Google Maps. It's like, oh, your destination's here. It's like, wait, oh, cool, sweet. That's not right. It's like, no, it's definitely right. Trust us, we're Google. <laughs> it's only a 12-minute drive. You've been dr- driving eight hours later. When the fuck are we going to get there? 
You're I don't know. I don't know. Type type type, type our home address into Google to have it reroute us back home. It's obviously not the right direction. It's telling us to go to the same place. Rerouting. Rerouting. Uh, <laughs> release the vicious man. I'm body. so lost. <laughs> no. Oh, why don't you stop at a gas station and ask for directions? <laughs> I have social anxiety. Let's just go where Google tells us to go. <laughs> I mean, based on where they ended up, that's really not too far from the truth. <laughs> yeah, that might as well have been what happened. So they go to the lake to have a picnic. And they're sitting down, and you know, they, I'd imagine they have like the full spread, right? They got right. the red they and white the- tablecloth kind of blanket, yes. and they lay that out. They got the little basket. They got the right. little two-year-old dog. Little wicker basket. Yeah, they, they they open it up and they're like, mm, "Would you like a little bit of cheese? We have some. We have a nice Sauvignon Blanc. Would you Would you like to try some of this?" And then, of course, you know the the lady who's being served is like, "Oh yes, well I think it would. That sounds absolutely lovely. Thank you very much." And you know they're sitting there and they're sipping and they're eating and uh, you know going through their meal. It's a fantastic day outside. Birds are chirping. Sun is bright. And then all of a sudden, big old fucking truck drives up. <laughs> And out of that truck gets one of the out comes one of the most disgusting human beings. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to we got to build him a picture there, Jimmy. I think uh, of what this individual looks like. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, so we got uh, we got some sneakers on. I think that's that's pretty normal. Yeah, uh, definitely Skechers. I'm not exactly sure what kind of cloth the shorts are made out of. I'm thinking cotton. it's like a it's a thousand percent of cotton cloth. Thousand percent cotton. It looks oh really that that cool. is yeah that is your typical cotton cloth shorts. Yeah, real stretchy. You can see right through it. Yeah, they're they're elastic. They're like ninety percent elastic and then ten percent cotton. Mm-hmm. Uh, a real stout figure. Um, I mean, I would say festively plump. That's the way I phrase that. Plump. Like if uh, they got like going really good, then it would just like turn into like a bowling ball and just like knock people over. Yeah. Like this these ladies like calves or calves of steel. Oh yeah. To keep up her figure. And she's yeah. walking. She's walking all the time. She's got those weird bendy legs. It's kinda odd. Um she's got that cute little teeny watch. That's pretty nice. Right. The, it's a classic teeny grandma watch where yeah. the like the clock face is the same size as the band. It's very elegant, very feminine. Very effeminate. You know it's not effeminate? <laughs> <laughs> that gigantic big ass gun, gun in her other hand in her other hand okay we're we're talking we're talking big old western style make my fucking day kind of gun revolver yeah. right like this is what <laughs> yeah. you used to to blow off zombies heads do you right? feel lucky punk yeah do you uh and that's what she came up and asked this couple <laughs> yeah basically they're sitting there enjoying their time and she rolls up pulls out a gun brandishes it and is telling them that they need a goddamn reservation to be having a picnic there. Yeah. 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 From, from not the best the, way to do it. There's a video and from the video, it doesn't seem like there's anyone else around at where this couple was at enjoying their picnic. Yeah. And so this lady rolls up in her truck. It's like, Oh shit. I see some people, black people. That are over enjoying a picnic. <laughs> oh, yeah, we left that out. These people are black. Yeah, I, I, it shouldn't be important, but I guess for the scenario and the situation, it unfortunately is. And then so the lady rolls up in her big-ass truck, hops out, and is like, you need a reservation, and brandishes a fucking gun, as yeah. if just, just going over to them and saying, hey, 
you need a reservation to be here. Like that would would have been too difficult. Like she was too afraid to just go over and talk to these people without having a fucking gun. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would she be so afraid? I I don't know. And you could argue whether or not she is or isn't afraid. But the fact that she's brandishing a gun, I feel like the only reason why you would do that is if you were, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense from any other standpoint. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not you, saying it justifies her having a gun. I'm just saying that if you're running around with a gun, it's because you're fucking scared. Yeah, yeah. What else? You're 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 afraid that you're not going to be able to take care of the situation in a nonviolent way. Right. Right. Uh, she was expecting violence. Like, what what was she expecting? Like them to say no. We we we're not going to get a reservation. Blam blam. It's like what is yep. that? Is, is that justify you killing people because they didn't want to get a reservation? It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? Even if they said no, it's like what the fuck are you doing with that gun? Yeah, you could seriously just turn right back around, go talk to the the park security. Park security could drive over and they could take care of it. Right, and they probably so, don't even have guns. They probably just have flashlights. Yeah, they, most yeah, security jobs don't talks. allow you to have a fucking gun. If it got bad enough, uh, you know, like, <laughs> like if they if they got over there and instead of having a picnic, they were like cooking meth. I don't know. Like what, what's the worst thing that could possibly they were like chopping up a person. What's right. what's the worst thing that could happen? Like what, what would warrant having a gun? What would well, justify I, that? I mean, if they were chopping up a person, I feel like you're probably allowed to have a gun at that point. I mean, yeah. Let's, and even then, like, I, I probably would keep it in my pocket. Like, I would just, like, keep my distance and be aware of the fact that, you know, like, they can't hurt me if I'm not close. Like, she's got the running shoes on. She looks like she's fast. <laughs> she's a waddler. She's yeah, a waddler she's a for waddler sure. For sure. She waddles in the video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like, I don't move that quick anymore, but I got this gun here. <laughs> right. It's like, I can't, I can't catch you, but the bullet can. Mm-hmm. Oh geez, I know some folks like that in uh, in Kentucky. Yeah, is that their is that like their their turn of phrase? I can't catch you, but my bullet can. Like they have that on a shirt. Uh yeah, or on like on the on the back of a large truck windshield, you know, um, something oh like my that. Gosh. Yeah, it's like come and take it, motherfuckers. Come and take my gun from my dead fucking hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking you out with me. Oh my god! It's just trying to incite something that doesn't need to be. Had. It's true. It's like they. It's like they want you to start something so they can have an excuse to blow you away. Much like this lady was hoping that these yeah. this nice young black couple would give her an excuse to blow them away. She's like been itching to like use this gun for the last god knows how many years. It's like yeah. fuck it. give me a reason. What's what's this lady's name? Do we have a do we have a name? Uh, racist McMinecomp. Uh, you got it. Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, you got quite a memory on you there, Jimmy. <laughs> that's pretty I good. I don't fuck know. Uh, let's, looks like uh, uh, Richardson. Is that her last name? No, it was posted by Jessica Richardson, so I believe that's the lady that was the couple. Okay. I think it was the Richardson couple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jessica Richardson, is the, that's that's her name. The, yeah, the, I, I don't, yeah, I don't confuse those people. Part that. of the couple. Yeah, I guess we don't have a name. Interesting. Yeah, she's just a she's just racist manager lady. Yeah, actually, well, I don't so, even know. I don't even know racist. I, I would assume like just like 
gun violence prone manager. Well, league. I let's. I'm going to say racist because I'm assuming that if it was a white couple doing the exact same thing, she probably wouldn't have started the conversation by whipping out a gun. That's yeah. That's my assumption. Uh, obviously, we can't powerful. prove that. We don't got a lot of variables, right? But um, I'm just going to assume that since this lady hasn't been fired yet. And this is the first time that at least it's been reported that she's whipped a gun out on some people trying to hang out at this shitty campground that uh, she's probably never done this before. Yeah. Totally got fired. Uh, at the yeah, well, so the story gets even better. So the cop, so so this lady comes out. She has the gun. She's waving around like, oh, I might shoot you. You've got to get out of here. And then they're like, okay, you're fucking crazy. And like they recorded her. It's like, we're leave you could have just fucking told us like why are you whipping out a gun on us and she puts her gun back in her pocket and they're able to get away without getting murdered by this psychopath and then when they get to the 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 property manager's office to ask for uh getting a reservation for the place that they were just at having a nice picnic they say you, you don't need reservations you don't you don't need reservations that yeah just to hang out there she just wanted them to leave yeah that was it or she was incompetent. I mean, like, it, it really doesn't – it doesn't look good on her in any aspect. Like, there, there's no way that you could spin it to justify her actions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so ridiculous. I mean, like, so even if they re- need a reservation, everything she did was completely immoral and wrong and awful. But to add the extra layer, they did, like, they didn't even need it and that she was willing to come out, you know, guns blazing, just like – I'm not shoot you if you don't do what I say. It's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you yeah. Fucking. Yeah, psychopath. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Jeez. So yeah, you want to go out and buy some firearms, Jimmy? Not really. No. Sounds pretty fun. We could. I have... like pellet guns. Pellet guns can be fun. Shoots cans, but. I bet you get some. What if that's a pellet? You think that's a pellet gun that she's got? Mm, no. It doesn't really look like a pellet gun. It looks. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's a, it's a big old gun. It's like yeah, it's like sticking. It would probably break her fucking wrist if she actually shot it. Yeah, I'd say so. I kind of want to see her shoot it though. It's like this her fucking arthritis, wobbly fucking hands. It's like Burr! crack, crack. <laughs> uh! It's like like I have a, I have a twelve foot bullet spread on my target practice. I'm competent. I got this. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes hit the things I want to. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, Tim, uh, with all this in mind, what is the silver lining to uh, people, veterans trying to enjoy Memorial Day picnics <laughs> and getting well, guns pulled out on them? Uh, so, <laughs> as, as much of it is a, um, an apology to the couple, she did get fired. So it's true. You know, at least we have a little bit of justice. Um, but I, I think that you could certainly take that a step farther and probably press charges against this person. Uh, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, silver lining for the situation. Uh, they didn't get murdered. Yay. They did get murdered. They did get shot. Uh, I don't think that that's. <laughs> it's like you're just saying like, oh, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? The worst thing that could happen didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they didn't yeah. get wrapped up in a fucking tornado and then plopped down in a lava pit. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hey, I didn't say it was a good silver lining. I'm just, you know, doing my best. <laughs> yeah, what 
what uh, what point have we gotten to in the show in which we're criticizing our silver linings? Yeah, <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, for those of you that are uh, tuning in for the first time, <laughs> uh, obviously we've got this little silver lining thing going on, right? We're uh, trying not to leave y'all hanging, trying to figure out how we can take these sad stories and find some type of positivity in them. So you don't have to. <laughs> That's right. You don't have to. We can drown you in miserable, awful stories and then give you a little silver lining to give you that little boost to help you get through the rest of the episode. Yeah, keep and, coming back. And to add a plug, uh, if you guys enjoy the show, feel free to write us a review or uh, you know, rate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Helps people find Ooh. the show. It means a lot. It does. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that about does it for this guy. Yeah. All right. Or so, gal. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good segue for this one. Uh. So you know what? Some people go to campgrounds uh, to enjoy the scenery, but they end up enjoying for a little bit too long. <laughs> yeah, some people go for a hike. Yeah. You know, go for a hike. You don't need a reservation to go hiking. Right, you're you won't you're less likely to get accosted by an angry grandma of a Colt forty five if you go hiking. But you might be accosted by a voice, yes. a mysterious voice that leads you down unfamiliar trails. Yeah, so we're we're doing a little bit of a silly story. So this one, our main character is going to be Amanda Eller, and so this guy, this lady is one of those. We're not going to put her in the religious category. We're going to put her in the very spiritual category, right? She's the person that's in the tarot cards and uh, meditating and all these other things. Holistic lessons. But her religious endeavors and belief uh, make her behave just as illogically, if not more illogically, than uh, I would say fucking cult members. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, she's pretty odd. I, I guess hippie is probably an understatement, right? Hippie AF. Hippie AF, uh, very in tune with nature and her chi and stuff. But apparently not. Yeah, she's absolutely terrible. She's yeah, awful. She, she was not. <laughs> she has this, no attunement. Uh, so she was uh, checking out the Makawao Forest Reserve on the Hawaiian island of Maui. Yes. Uh, she claims to connect with nature and get grounded. She got plenty of grounding. She oh, yeah. She got 17, 17 days worth of ground. Yeah. So like this, so this hike, so she, this was probably like on a weekend or some shit where it's just, it's just a little three mile loop hike, right? Like an eight year old would be able to follow the trailheads and do the little loop hike. It's obviously paved trails and all that stuff like that. Like it's not that fucking hard. Yep. And while she was going on this little tiny, not it's like a fucking 20 minute hike. It's, it's nothing. Yep. Uh, she decided that she heard a voice that there was some kind of spirit that was calling out to her and that she just needed to follow it. So instead of following the obvious trail that she was on, she decided to just walk out into the wilderness. Yep. Yeah. She, uh, she heard this voice and the voice was like, Hey, Hey, Amanda, Amanda, you see that little trail off to the left there? She's like, well, what trail? I don't see a trail. Hey, oh, never mind that. There's a trail there. What I want you to do is follow that trail. 
She's like, oh, okay, I, I guess I'll go off the path. He's like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. You don't, have, you don't have a thing in the world to worry about. I want you to go down that trail, and I want you to just keep on going until you don't know where you're at anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's like, yes. okay, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing because she said that it felt like super strong, like she just had to do it. it like nature was calling her to go off the trail. And she's like, okay, nature, I'm going to do whatever you say. And and she goes and she does it until it, it gets to a point where she doesn't feel any kind of power or otherworldly being telling her to go anymore and then she's like dead fucking lost in the woods like oh i guess nature's not gonna help me anymore i guess i'm just fucking crazy oh she uh she actually quotes right here she says um my heart was telling me walk down this path go left great go right it was so strong <laughs> yeah oh man that's yeah. cool Said it turned out to be uh, not nearly as strong when after meditating on a log, she wanted to go back to her car. So I guess that's when her buzz wore off. Yeah, exactly. Her spirit buzz wore off. Yeah. Like the fucking, I don't know, edibles that she ate before going out to the woods wore off. And then she was stone cold sober like, oh, yeah, I don't actually want to be here. Yeah. I want to go home. Pretty lame. And she's like, oh, man, I've been sitting on the stump. I guess I sat on the stump coming from that direction. Which way do I need to go to get back to my car? Yeah. Instead of using basic logic and claiming that I'm going to go directly back the way I came. <laughs> right. I'm going to listen to this hyper-aggressive voice that's telling me to go get lost in the fucking woods. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just keep going deeper. Yeah. Just fucking turn around. You're not going the right way. God. Yeah. So here, here's more quotes from her just because they're so good. At that point, I had no choice because everything looked the same. I said, the only thing I have is my gut. I don't have a compass. I don't have a cell phone. So spirit or whatever you want to pray to, I said, I need your help right now. And you want to know what the spirit did? Didn't help for shit. Yeah, it said, fuck off. You're going to spend 17 days here. Yeah, and just to add to it, she didn't have her fucking cell phone with her because according to her, she hates cell phones. So... She she knew she didn't have a cell phone, and she decided to go on, like, this bullshit fucking spirit journey with no fucking cell phone. She's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go out in the woods. I don't have a cell phone. What's the worst that could happen? So we millennials know that cell phones are the singular most important pieces of technology that the majority of us carry with us on a day-to-day basis. I, she doesn't get this. Uh, <laughs> I know that... Those instances in which we're able to put our cell phones down for a second, put it on airplane mode, uh, alleviates that kind of anxiety-provoking distraction that we just kind of deal with, right? Like we deal with the uh, the, the phantom vibrations uh, or the fact that people are always trying to get our attention, that we're constantly being advertised to, that you know we might be engaging in our, our cell phone more so than our social lives – uh, in, 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 in reality. Um, and yet, you know, we, we still recognize that we need them. Like it's, it's a, it is a significant disability not to have a phone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it just, this is just all so dumb. Mm-hmm. It, and, and this asshole, uh, instead of, of, of being upset with herself, 
for all the poor decisions that she made to end up being lost in the woods for 17 days because that was the end result of this she was stuck in the fucking woods for 17 days and even though she was trying to follow her guru fucking spirit whatever to get back to where she wanted she was ultimately only saved because uh a a team using helicopters and other resources managed to find her ass Mm -hmm. Uh, but instead of beating herself up about all of her stupid decisions of like why she shouldn't have done all of these stupid things, she instead considers this experience a spiritual boot camp and looks back fondly on it. Oh my God. Says she's a yoga teacher. Oh yeah. She's also a physical therapist. So you, you, you could possibly be receiving care from this lady. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a possibility. So, uh, if you live in Hawaii, that is. When she got out, uh, she had to be treated for severe sunburn, a twisted knee, and ankle problems before she went home. So she was in pretty bad shape. Yeah, but was rough. That's what happens when you're surviving on berries and stream water for 17 days. Right. Here's another another quote to get an idea of her inner dialogue. Uh, this is not your punishment. This is your destiny. This is your journey. This is part of your path. That's gross. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, it's so gross. Path? You mean the you mean the the fucking feral pig path that the feral ended pig up path. Falling? Yeah. yeah. That it, took you off the wrong way and you almost starved to death yeah. in the woods, that path. You're like this looks like a path. It's like, no, that's where it's it's where oh fucking hogs have been running around. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, there's like some, like, I've made, like, way less stupid decisions in my life that resulted in less bad things happening to me, and, like, all I could help was feel like a dumbass because of the decisions I made to get me in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it on some level, I can't help but be furious while reading the story that someone could fuck up so bad and make so many, like, awful decisions that are negatively impacting her own life and still just be like... It's a, It's not about the destination. It's about a journey. I'm. I'm. I'm suffering from all this bullshit for a reason. I just gotta keep going. Everything going to be great. I'm glad this happened. It's just like, what the fuck? Well, that's that's hope for you right there. Uh, I mean, <sighs> hope is absolutely ridiculous. Wait, what is that? Hope. Yeah. What? Like it's a, like a Webster dictionary word. You just make that up. Are you asking me what hope is right now? Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am. As hope. Okay, so hope is a ridiculous concept, right? Because, well, you, you, you are – you absolutely have no factual basis whatsoever for what you're believing. It's just a general positive outlook that encourages you to do things that you wouldn't do otherwise if you didn't have that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's easy to look down on folks like this who are – obviously not making good choices yep. uh, or not, you know, thinking through things uh, in order to positively affect themselves or those around them. But she would have probably not survived if she didn't have that. Right. Like I, I probably would have given up far, far sooner than that. Like day 10, maybe like as soon as I, you know, recognized the water that I was drinking was making me sick or something like that. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, I guess this is it. You know, this is how I go. And although, you know, she mentions throughout this article a couple of times that, you know, she had, she broke down, you know, and she obviously thought she was a victim. Uh, mm-hmm. It was those instances in which uh, she thought that, uh, you know, and this is certainly the silver lining, uh, you know, like 
her, her the aspect of hope is ultimately what probably encouraged her to continue to, to go on and, and try to attract the attention of the helicopter that saved her. Yeah. It's kind of a, I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like you, you want her to be smarter. You want her to, to not just think that this was like some big spiritual fluke. Um, but she also probably wouldn't have survived without that. I mean, she obviously yeah, no, doesn't have the like the logical know-how to like <laughs> to literally survive in the woods. Like she was in bad shape. Like she. Yeah. Was, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. And, it obviously, right. I'm not trying to say I wish. I wish she would have died. Yeah, I wish the forest would have just consumed her. That's uh, that's not what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, obviously the silver lining, I, would, I think we can all say to the story is what Tim was saying about the hope and that she was able to survive and that she was found. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just maybe maybe jealous. Maybe jealous is more the right word of how someone could put their themselves obviously in a shitty situation mm-hmm. and still come out of it of just like, oh, yeah, it's that part of the journey. <laughs> and then like because even because even she got interviewed by uh, CNN uh, afterwards about going through this experience and she's like next time i'll make sure to bring a water bottle and a cell phone (laughs) (laughs) like she laughed it says here she said laughing it's just like what the fuck yeah like son of a bitch that's rough i bet that that's what she's gonna talk about at every cocktail party she goes to from now (laughs) let me tell you about the one time i thought i was thought i was talking to a spirit i got lost in the woods for 17 days (laughs) (laughs) i should have took a water bottle I almost died. It was all my fault. I practically killed myself. <laughs> she said laughing. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Ugh. Ugh. Oh. Oh, well. Okay. Yep. That happened. Oh, geez. Well, I guess uh, now's the, the part of the show where we talk about the things that are making us sad. Okay. So, Jimmy. Yeah. What you got going on? Uh, so I don't even know if this is necessarily something that makes me sad. Um, it was meant as a compliment, and so I had mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was one person, uh, this is in, in regards to cynic empowerment, that was commenting on an episode saying that they liked it and that the show reminded them of Beavis and Butthead. And I was like, okay, that's that's one comment. That's one person's nice. opinion. That's fine. Uh, they meant it in a good way. Mm-hmm. But And then there was another person that said... It's like Beavis and Butthead, but smart. And now I'm like, huh, that's two people that think Tim and I sound like Beavis and Butthead. And I know they mean it in a good way. But now, whenever I re-listen to any of our episodes while editing or otherwise, like all I can think is it's like, it's there. It's yeah. like, yeah. like, is that what we sound like? Yes. Is that it? I'm down for and, that. We're oh. our podcast. Are you are you down? Okay. Beavis and Butthead but smart. <laughs> but yeah, Beavis and Butthead but smart. It's just like, God damn it. Not and they much. and they meant it as a compliment. They said they liked it. I'm just like, God damn it. This is what I sound like. Gosh. Yeah, so now I'm all self conscious. I think the first one was more accurate than the second. The one with the one that didn't include the butt smart the part. The smart part, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I don't know. I don't even know if I'm necessarily sad. I just have mixed feelings about it. Oh, jeez. Well. How about you? I am 
behind on laundry. Uh, that's not that big a deal. You're behind on laundry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that sad about it. Damn, that's, dude, that's fucking. Oh so, shit. Oh fuck, man. I I'm thought gonna, that one lady had it bad, getting lost in the wood for 17 days behind on laundry. Fuck, I got dude. Laundry. Yeah. You're wrecked. It's pretty. You know what? I I believe that my magic spirit will lead me to the washing machine one of these days. <laughs> Put the clothes in and. I find that I'm just like putting them in the dumpster outside. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for 17 days, Alexandria man has been putting his <laughs> clothes in a dumpster, only to find out that it wasn't a recyc- it wasn't a laundry receptacle. Yeah, I'll bring detergent next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like dumping detergent into the fucking dumpster. <laughs> clothes aren't done yet. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been skipping meals. I need to not do that. That's what's making me sad. I'm hungry. You're hungry? I'm a hungry guy. Why are you skipping meals, dude? Because I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time? What are you doing? Where's all your time going? I've been cooking all my food. I, I've been trying to... Wait, 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 wait. You don't, you don't have time to eat meals because you've been too busy cooking meals? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's <laughs> okay. Cooking takes a substantially longer time to produce right. food than just going to the store and buying it. Right? Yes. Like, right. or, or going to a restaurant or something like that, right. which I obviously don't have money for. So right, 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 right. I'm having to like figure out my schedule in such a way. Uh, it's a challenge. Yeah, you know, no, it is hard. To, to challenge to make sure that I can fucking eat. Yeah, God, sustaining so, our earthly bodies fucking sucks. So immature. How do people with children do things? How I, is it even possible? I was, ask myself that on a regular basis. Yeah, how is Finn Lanning doing right now? Is he... <laughs> Oh, Finn. Are you eating, buddy? Yeah. Make sure you're taking care of yourself, Finn. Yeah. I bet he's got, you know what? He might have a little helper, you know? <laughs> Help. Damien, you make your own food, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you want to you wanna survive? Yeah. You want you want those nachos from 7-Eleven or not? <laughs> yeah. You know where the fridge is. Oh, man. Well, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we, we have, uh, to, to digress just a tad, uh, We've noticed that we've been getting a lot of listens lately, so you guys are great. Uh, I hope you guys uh, still like what we're doing. We'd like to know if uh, you'd like us to include a certain topic that you're interested in or um, you have a comment on – you know, some something that we said, whether it's right or wrong. It it doesn't matter if it's criticism. Like we just want to hear your feedback. Um, Yes. And you can can find us several places. Where can they find us, Jimmy? All right. If you are interested in letting us know the things that Tim was talking about, you can do so by liking us on Facebook. You can send us a message on there. You can also tweet at us at Cynic and Power Meet One or email us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love, from here, love to hear from you. And we're on all major listening apps and applications. So uh, if, you, if you're listening to us from any of those, be sure to like the show, rate the show, review the show. It means a lot to us. And it helps other people that like this kind of shit to find it. So yes. we truly appreciate it. Yes. So thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, uh, and I hope that you can keep your head up and we'll catch you next time. That's right. Keep your head up, you know, make sure that there's not like some fucking grandma aiming a gun at you. Cause if you got your head down, you can't see those angry grandmas with Colt 45s. They're 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 invisible. But if you keep your head up, 
Yep. You'll be able to see him coming. And if you do find yourself in a situation like that, you just need to barrel roll until she shoots once and shatters all the bones in her arm so that she can't pull the trigger again. Or at the exactly. very least, has the switch hands. Yeah, those guns kick like a motherfucker. So as long as you can yeah. dodge one shot, they, they, she probably can't recock the gun yeah. to shoot at you again. It's the it's all in the wrist, wrist mobility. And if she's trying to like switch over after her arm's been shattered and you're just barrel rolling the hell out of it, you, you might be able to to run up on her and just kind of push her over. Exactly. Well, I, I like the so you like you you're lay down, right? You're like barrel rolling on the ground, just like rolling, right? Yeah. And you just roll into her and she doesn't have good stability, so you'll just knock her ass over, yes. right? And, and then you can just roll away into the distance and she'll never be able to catch you because she's not fast. It's perfect. Uh, but her bullets pretty fast. The bullets are fast. <laughs> so watch out for those. They'll get you. <laughs> oh man. Enjoy your picnics, everybody. <laughs> nailing it we're we're nailers we we nail things we nail things so good they should call us carpenters